Hi, this is Sean Cassidy, and you are listening to the Pop Culture Preservation Society with Kristen, Carolyn, and Michelle, and Sean Cassidy. Can I sing it? Oh, I <laughs> might give you an extra point Please. for that. Okay. What did you think I would do at this moment? <laughs> when you stand here before me with tears in your eyes, trying to tell me that you. So that's At This Moment by Billy Vera and the Beaters. Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. To the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation who know how to tell time on an analog watch. Or should I say analog swatch? We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, Kristen and Michelle will be squaring off in the ultimate 80s music showdown as they compete in a fun little game of trivia, Rewinding the 80s. I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm already the loser. I'm Michelle. (laughs) And we are your pop culture preservationists. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to a brand new season of this little project we started almost three years ago and is now somehow 130-something episodes in. Oh, 30 oh, something. We should we should do an episode oh, on 30 something. Oh, I have something. I have ideas oh about God. that. Oh good, good. Okay. Yes. Really? But um you guys wait for it. It's season 10. <gasps> I remember when I turned 10 years old and I was so excited there's gonna be two numbers in my <laughs> oh, age. Oh yeah. Like I remember That's true. I was, we're double digits. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was watching Ryan's Hope when I had this like epiphany. I'm 10. That's like two numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is good stuff. I feel like there should be a balloon drop right now. I feel like, I don't know, Christine and Nichols should like pop out of people's speakers and pass out grilled cheese sandwiches and ding-dongs or something to celebrate. This is a big deal. But it's such a 2023 season 10, too, because in the old days, 10 seasons would be 10 years. That is correct. (laughs) Right? And you would have 22 episodes in a season, and it would go from September until Sweeps Week in May, and then you could have a little break in the summer and come back. For um, to find out who killed Jr. in September, and now I don't what I don't know what a season is anymore. And last <laughs> I night I have to tell you, we accidentally watched the finale, the season finale of Barry, and I was so mad that I didn't know it was the finale because I didn't. If I had known, I would have, I would have been. In, been engrossed in a different way, or I right, would have right. celebrated. I don't know. And I was like, "Well, we'll see what happens next time." No, <laughs> no, no, done. no, no. Next time. That's right. There's no next time. I don't like it. And so now I always tell Mike when we start a show, I'm like, "Look to see how many episodes there are. We have right. to know first because I have to know when it's the last yep, one." Right. I agree with you. Excellent point. Well, we won't be doing our last one for just forever, right? No. We'll be we'll <laughs> be at whatever. Golden Arches Nursing Home. The McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's, the McDonald's Nursing, nursing home. home. Which honestly is fine with me. That's no, right. I think we should, we'll buy the Mary Tyler Moore house and that'll be our nursing home. Uh-huh. And okay. then and we'll McDonald's will there. deliver. <laughs> That's okay. correct. A frozen yeah. Coke with one of those big straws and they'll be happy as a clam. Well, this summer has flown by and been chock full of milestones for all three of us, both personally and professionally. And no doubt you're all aware of one of our biggest highlights, our incredible interview with Sean Cassidy, which if you've still not listened to, please scroll back and do 
uh, listen to it ASAP. He's so insightful and witty and wise. And we're really proud of that interview. And then we met him in real life in New York City, which was truly the pinnacle. But we've also had a ton going on personally. And for me, that means since season nine, I'm now sitting about 915 miles from Carolyn and Kristen. Carolyn, can you insert some like sobbing music? Or or Uh, cheering. Yeah, well, because, (laughs) because, yeah, right. Whose perspective? Because just last week, listeners, my husband and I moved to Denver, Colorado. Now we can insert cheers and applause and trumpets and fans. Do you say Colorado or Colorado? Actually, Colorado? I should say, do the people in Colorado or Colorado, do they say Colorado? Colorado or? is what I They say yeah. Colorado. I have a cousin okay. who is from Oklahoma and he says Colorado. But I say I feel Colorado. Like oh, you, you say do. Colorado? Ooh. I say Colorado. I say Colorado. Mm-hmm. Colorado. Sorry. Well, I, I guess it's a, it's a Gala Gala thing, I guess. But I also say yeah. Halloween. You, oh, Halloween. As opposed to what? Halloween. Halloween? Mm-hmm. I say you Halloween. say Halloween. I say Halloween. <gasps> okay. Happy Halloween. I think this might this might be a West Coast thing then, because you had most Halloween? of your Halloweens on the West Coast. What is like a British accent? <laughs> Halloween. Every, listen, everybody, except you and Halloween. me, they say Halloween. Halloween. You know what's Halloween. weird? On the same note, though, with the whole British accent, do you guys call your mother's or your father's sister an aunt? I'm an aunt. Aunt. You're an aunt. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, same. same. It's always Minnesota an aunt. Is aunt. aunt. Mm-hmm. Okay, because for some reason, my daughters yeah. say oh, aunt. Mine too. Your and every children. time I'm like, oh, aren't we proper? Right. Your aunt. <laughs> They're, what is same it? with mine. It's Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and they were both even... raised in Minnesota. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They're Minnesota children. I, as much as I had a childhood in Minnesota, the childhood didn't begin in right. Minnesota. And so my words come from California. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have ants, like... I have Halloween, and I have Colorado. <laughs> All right. But see, I have ants, Halloween, and Colorado. So mm, what does that, that mean? Well, I have ants. Although Halloween. maybe it's because I moved around everywhere. Let's let's go well, back and always, thing. I like to yeah. use that as an excuse for everything. Obviously, so let's just stick with it. Right. Stick with what works. <laughs> um, well, anyway, back to Denver, Colorado, um, listeners. If you ever decide in your mid fifties to chase that dream you've had for about twenty five years and pack up a house you've lived in for almost that long. And try to move all your stuff and all the stuff your grown children left behind into a rental house that is smaller than the house you left and not really know what the next page um, really looks like. But you also know that change is scary, but staying the same is even scarier. So you think, yes, let's be brave. Let's do it. I'm here to tell you, it's going to be way harder and way (laughs) more stressful than you ever imagined. But... It will also be the most amazing and fantastic adventure. You guys, I am so, so tired. I bet. So tired. But I'm also so, so, so happy to be here in Denver. Um, We've seriously dreamt of being in Colorado since we were in our early 20s. And so this just feels like a weird I don't know, dream, but it just feels so right. It's a long time coming for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're so happy for you. We're sad you're not close, but we're happy that you're that you're happy and that we get to come and visit Colorado Addo. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and you and are for- living the dream. Like you've sort of adopted a new lifestyle based on the neighborhood you've chosen and you're showing us all on Instagram what that looks like. And it's a lot of fun. It's so it's so much fun, Kristen, and it's so different. 
Mm-hmm. Everything from the rental house we're in right now just being such a different space type of space for us. Um, the houses we're looking at, you know, they were built in like 1920 and 1930s. And so, so fun though to just sort of take this leap and just do something that's so different and so scary. And we are loving every single second of it. Um, and for those of you listening who are worried about me being 915 miles away from Carol and Kristen because you think we see each other all the time and, I don't know, braid each other's hair and have slumber <laughs> parties, um, yes, it's sad. It's obviously sad to move away from your close friends. But what might be surprising to you is that we do about 95% of the podcast remotely. And sometimes we go like a month or more without mm-hmm. seeing each other in real life. We see each other on our screens almost weekly. Um, as you guys can imagine, even if we can't verbally converse, we text constantly all day about the podcast, but about non-podcast stuff. Um, so yeah, we, we're going to be just fine. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. The podcast is going to continue. We're still going to get together and do in-person things and travel and it's going to all be great. So don't worry. 2023 is a good time to be remote friends because it's so easy to see right. each other's faces. And at yeah. least that's how everything we did, whether it was recording an episode or having a meeting or checking in on each other, was done on a screen. Right. Even though we were local, everything. And so well, we'll still see each other's faces on the screen all the time. Yeah. So that's what um, I was kind of up to all summer. Um, Kristen, and your summer was pretty boring, uneventful, <laughs> right? I I had a book baby, which will be of no surprise to anybody listening right now. <laughs> They're like, Kristen, we get it. We get it. Oh, but you did um, it so well. You just oh, so you birthed so beautifully. I it, yes. it was a natural childbirth, so there was some pain involved. Um, there was not a lot of anesthesia, but it's one of those things where if you just keep pushing, eventually you mm-hmm. get this glorious little baby. And just imagining actually giving birth to a book, though. (laughs) Ouch. Really sharp. Yeah, there's too many corners. The corners were a little tricky. It's like the shoulders. Gotta get the shoulders out. Um, Glad it was paperback. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) I'm like clenching. So there were a lot of events. There were a lot of parties. There were a lot of book signings. We were all over the country. We were in Minneapolis and St. Paul and Chicago and in Maine and then back in Minneapolis. Um, And in the aftermath of all of that, um, this is where uh, you really get to see the fruits of your labor because what I have been the recipient of is such an amazing amount of love from so many people and so many of our listeners. The love that I'm getting from the listeners feels amazing. I get direct messages. I get people sending me pictures of them reading Worldwide Crush at the beach. I get messages from people as they're reading the book. Like, I just got to the part where X, Y, and Z. Like, they're updating me on the progress of their of their book reading of Worldwide Crush. And then at the end, when they finish and they text me an emoji of them crying, and then oh. the sunshine, and then the happy face, <laughs> it feels so good. And I feel more connected than ever to our listeners. And this is the reason that you write a book. You write a book to make people feel something. And then those people are coming to me and telling me what they feel. And that makes me super happy. It has to have exceeded your wildest dreams, this type of feedback. Like you hoped people were going to like it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, when we get these pictures of of a listener on vacation Mm -hmm. with Worldwide Crush, that has to just make your heart just want to burst. Like it's so exciting and fun. You're like, is this my life? 
Is this really happening to me right now? And the photos that um, one of our listeners sent of her granddaughter on vacation reading it after she had finished it. After our listener finished it, she passed it along to her granddaughter and she sent us, we'll have to um, post these, the cutest pictures of her um, granddaughter, like reading it in bed and in the back of the car. Yeah, like curled up in the back seat yes. of the car. So cute. <laughs> it was adorable. I get the feeling that the listeners understand what this means to me. And that feels mm-hmm. really good. Oh. Yeah. And speaking of feeling good, you two have been responsible for some of the happiest moments of, um, of my life this summer. Oh. Watching this book baby be birthed is like kind of, you know, like I'm the sister. I was let into mm-hmm. the to the delivery room and I helped, you know, say push and all of that <laughs> stuff and got to hold the baby, you know, right after it was born. Oh. And then, you know, just watch all of the, of the people. Around. Yes. yes. And then mm-hmm. just all the joy that this book has brought people and getting to accompany Kristen um, to these book events has been just really a gift. Um, it's been fun for me because I've met a lot of listeners, obviously. But when somebody you love is getting all of this love, you just feel really good. And so it's just been um, a joy to ride along to Chicago, to Maine. I mean, my gosh, you guys, I could pick up and move to Maine. That was so fun. Mm -hmm. Goat yoga, future PCPS retreat is going to happen in Maine. We're going to make it happen coolest um, state. Portland was a gem of a city. We flew into the Portland International Jetport. Ladies and gentlemen, there, yes, there is a jetport. And I just thought that sounded so fun and quaint. And so Maine was fun. Um, All those um, events were fun. So thank you, Kristen, for um, letting me tag along and be a part of all that. Just so special. Thank you to both of you. It's just amazing that we were all able to do this together. And if Mm -hmm. I had published this book prior to the podcast, I would not have had you on my team. And that would have been an entirely different experience. I would not want that at all. I want it to happen exactly as it happened. Timing, you guys. I tell you, with everything in our lives Mm -hmm. lately, timing is everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fulfilling for me to watch the response to Worldwide Crush. Um, Is it weird, Carolyn? Did you feel this way too? Like standing there? Like, I was so like proud by proxy. Yeah. There were times when I forgot I didn't write the book. Oh, (laughs) No, not really. What? But you know what I mean? Because I love yeah. the book yeah. so, mm-hmm. so much that when people would respond, I would feel like proud. And then right. you realize you're feeling proud for Kristen, right. but almost in that split second, you're like, oh, thanks. Thank right. you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I am so proud to be your friend. Like, I know that author. You know, oh, I'm just God. like, I know intimate things about her. Yes. <laughs> Mine and Carolyn's. 10-year-old, 12-year-old selves are as impressed that we're, we know Kristen right. as that we now know Sean Cassidy and yeah. you know, Melissa yes. Gilbert. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now I've got to share the other um, kind of I, – I don't know what, what kind of event I want to call it, but that Michelle is partly responsible for, I guess. So as we've um, heard, Michelle has moved, and part of that took her um, kind of having to – downsize and, you know, get rid of things that she didn't necessarily need anymore or sell things that she wasn't going to need anymore. So one of those things included her um, jet ski from her cabin. And so Andy and I bought that. And not really thinking right away as we're oh, no. towing it I don't home, know where the story's going. Um, I, named, I named her Jenny because I thought Jenny <laughs> the jet ski. Never dawning on me that Jenny 
and a jet ski should not be no. in the same sentence if you expect to have future joy on this piece of machinery. <laughs> so I didn't even think about it till Michelle kind of said something. And then I was walking the dog and I thought, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Well, let me just tell you, sometimes some things play out. It did not explode, thank God. Oh no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. So we, we take it to the cabin and we put it in the water and Andy zoom, 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 zooms it back to um, our pier. He takes a few rides on it, hooks it up to the pier. Um, we go up for the evening. Um, the kids come in that night. We're like, I can't wait for the next morning. We're going to go up in the jet ski. Andy and the kids go down there. Well, it's going to half submerged. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what happened? Well, evidently, Michelle, there are these little plugs you're supposed to put in. See, you probably have the lift, so you maybe oh, didn't have to worry about the plugs. Oh, we had a lift, so we never had yeah, to Yeah, we didn't that. have the, um, the lift yet, so there are these plugs that you're supposed to plug in so water doesn't go into the oh, base no. of the jet ski and then oh, like act no. like a weight and, and sink it down. So for the whole Saturday of what we thought was going to be zoom-zooming and having all this joy- joyous fun on Jenny was, let me just say, not that. <laughs> and I won't get into the details because I am still married and you know, oh, no no oh, blood was shed. God. But it was in, there was a lot involved, like Andrew hoisting it, trying on his shoulder. and li- Anyway, but at the end of the day, it came, we got it out and we kind of held it up so water could drain out and we had fans blowing on it so we could oh try it gosh. out. So anyway, that was one of my fun summer events that oh. you just, you know what, you have all these other plans in your head, but golly gee, when they, those don't pan out, you just put one foot in front of the other and... It all worked out in the end. You just pick up your you jet know what? ski yeah, and dump you it out. Jinxed it. Yeah, let's stay with the alliteration here. You jinxed the jet yeah. ski by naming it Jenny. Oh, I have no doubt that I jinxed it. Andy's like, don't, don't name it anything. I want to. I want to rescue that though because I think naming it Jenny is protection. It's like a talisman okay. against the jet ski blowing up. Like it's a tribute okay. to her, and you can decorate it with flowers and stuff like that. Mm. You could drive slowly around your lake like it's a little um, funeral procession <laughs> for Jenny Jet Ski, or should we call it Jenny Gardner Jet Ski? When Carolyn first, um, when I asked if they were interested in the jet ski, she texted and said, "What can you tell us about the jet ski?" And I'm the worst last person to ask what you can, what I could tell her about the jet ski. So I said, well, it's red and it doesn't explode when you go on it. <laughs> but she didn't yeah. say because it like doesn't if sink. You, well, if you've listened to our soap opera episode, right. that's my most, that's my most memorable soap opera moment. And I, I think I tell the story that we've had this jet ski for, I don't know, 12 years. And there's, I love going on the, there's not one time I've been on that jet ski that I don't think it's going to explode. It's right. going to explode. Mm-hmm. It's just going to sink. Yeah, just going to sink. We needed a blessing for that. So anyway, that, those were two fun-ish um, events that you guys were have been a part memorable. of. We'll memorable. Thank memorable, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's true. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we're going to call Jet them. Ski. And speaking of memorable, Kristen, I have mm-hmm. to say that one of, um, I think, our as um, the PCPS most memorable events happened um, the end of July when we had our grown-up book fair. That was epic. Oh my gosh. Epic is putting it mildly. Mm -hmm. It was all that and then some. I just was so thrilled with, one, 
how we pulled it off, how cool our little merchandising was. It just looked so good. People loved the posters and the stickers and the pencils and all of these fun items that we had. And P.S. listeners, you might be able to see some of those and get some of those later in the season. We'll keep you um, posted Mm -hmm. on that. But the, uh, the event itself, we had listeners come in from out of state. Mm-hmm. to experience this with us. Oh, we yeah. had listeners from Oklahoma, Michigan, Colorado. I had a sorority sister who I haven't seen in a really long time bring a friend, and she came. And so that was so fun. North was Dakota? Th- yes, North Dakota. Oh, North Dakota. I just don't want to forget Erin right. and North Dakota. That's right, Erin. She and her husband came, yeah. That's right. Um, so that was another fun part of all of this, was getting to meet some listeners that traveled really far to get to see us yeah. and um, and meet us. And then having our book talk for um, a larger crowd, including our families. I mean, my, you know, my, my husband and kids were there and they were laughing at some of the stuff mm-hmm. I was saying. It was, kind of, it was kind of the most nervous I ever was, to be honest, of all these book things oh, because they were there. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It really gelled, and it was different from the other um, the other events that we had done because we really expanded on talking about our crushes and sharing stories about our crushes and sharing crush stories from other people. Yes. And it was sort of like doing a comedy routine for a while. It was, was really funny. It was like taking the podcast on the road. It, it was really so was. much fun. Mm-hmm. I had a blast that night, and it was a great. It was like the week before I moved or something, and so it was just a great, great event to be surrounded yeah. by. You guys and our families and our new friends, the listeners who I, I consider friends. I yeah, really do. Right. Just the most lovely people. So it was it was a really special evening. It and the music, I want to have a DJ. Oh my gosh, Jan. Every, every event that we have, we need to have DJ Jan because she is a Gen X music. Uh, to say she's an aficionado is not a big enough word. Mm-mm. She dug so deep and she played TV theme songs and stuff like that. It was, you're never going to hear music so tailor-made for you than that night. It's like she was in our heads. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like Donnie and Marie were singing like Morning Side of the Mountain. Yes. I mean, who plays that except for someone who's in my head? Right. Yeah, exactly. And we were lucky enough that Jan not only spun some great tunes, but she brought her collection of tiger beats for Mm. us all to look through. And that was so fun. I mean, come on, guys. (laughs) Wasn't that fun when we were seeing some of the, um, not that men didn't look at tiger beat and dynamite, but seeing some of these grown men flipping through tiger beat on the couch as they were, um, you know, perusing uh, who the latest whatever teen idol was. Um, That was so fun, too. It was like they sat there reading it like it was Newsweek or something. They were really invested in what kind of girl Andy Gibb is looking for. Right. right? It was – it was really funny. It was so fun. And we had we posted a lot about the event, and we had a lot of comments from a lot of our followers who were like, oh, this looks so fun. Um, I hope you get to do it again. I hope I can come again. Um, so on that note, we just want to tease you all with, we are going to be doing some book fair-themed things this fall. So just keep a lookout in your um, social media posts and all that from mm-hmm. us because you'll um, you'll be seeing some fun things coming your way. We're working on stuff. Yes, we mm-hmm. are. Lots of fun stuff. You guys, yeah. this is you know season what? 10. Like we Listen, just our like wheels said, never stop turning. No. No. <laughs> never stop. Wheels in the sky yes. keep on turning. So we've got lots of fun things planned, lots of fun episodes, some cool Patreon events, and lots more. But speaking of Patreon, the monetary support from our patrons truly does help us keep on trucking and pay those bills, which 
you guys, there are kind of quite a few, I think a little <laughs> bit unexpected mm-hmm. from when we started um, 130 plus episodes. There are, you know, a few bills. And while we would never, ever stoop to begging, we would love for you to consider becoming a patron. There are three membership levels. We've got our superstar level at $5 per month, our solid gold friends at $10 a month, and the bicentennial at, you guessed it, $19.76 per month. And each level gets special perks like printables and Zoom meetups and just lots more. And we've got lots of fun stuff in store um, coming at you. So we would love for you to consider joining us there. We would also like to share that you can get a discount if you sign up for an annual membership. So all you have to do is head over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and put Pop Culture Preservation Society in the search bar. That would mean so much to us. But if you can't do a membership on Patreon, a one-time donation might work better for you. And you can also do that by heading to our link in bio on Instagram or on our website at poppreservationist.com. And you click on the support tab and it'll have a link to PayPal where you can donate to Mm -hmm. our gas fund. Truly, the support from everybody is what keeps us going. But the monetary support from our patrons is truly what we ha- we need to keep this podcast yeah. going. We are so appreciative of those of you who are able to do that. Thank you. Wake me up before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. Wake me up before you go, go. I don't want to miss it when you hit that high. Are we Wake ready to officially kick off season 10? Are we? Yes. I'm here for it. Okay. So ready. So I'm so excited. Buckle I'm up, everyone. Okay. Because this is going to be the showdown of the century. Oh, I'm getting nervous. Listen, yo, I'm here to learn, and I'm here to lose. I'm just going to say it. Don't say that you're jinxing it now. No, and I'm you gonna are. Just go Everybody blank. listening to go knows blank. how I am with music stuff. So I love it. I love to listen to it, but I know nothing. to Rewinding the 80s, the musical quiz show for people who knew exactly where they were when Video Killed the Radio Star, Michael Jackson thrilled them with Thriller, and Madonna flashed her underwear and garters during her live performance of Like a Virgin at the MTV Music Video Awards. And her pants. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Her panties. Here at Rewinding the 80s, we like to quote the author and music aficionado Martin Joseph Quinn to describe our favorite decade of music. Because our favorite decade didn't have the Beatles or Janice or Zeppelin, but somehow the years between the death of disco and the onslaught of grunge makes us smile even on a bad day. And why is that? Well, freaks come out at night. The outsiders that got wedgies in the locker room and spitballs in their hair avenge themselves by becoming pop stars. Cindy Lauper wore skirts made of newspaper and hit the top 10 with a song about masturbation. <laughs> Annie Lennox shaved her head and cavorted with cows. Boy George became the world's most popular transvestite. Prince sang falsetto and played a vicious guitar. And the most popular musician of the decade, Michael Jackson, may have been the freakiest of them all. Musicians and their fans rebelled by showing their true colors. It was liberating and fun. What a decade of music. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's my favorite decade of music. Well, good. And having said that, everybody listening, please remember that because <laughs> I love to listen to it. It's my favorite decade of music, though, for sure. It's what I listen to all the time. Well, there you go. Well, hopefully that will help you. Um, oh, it won't at all. Okay. <laughs> it won't at all. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way, Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome today's contestants. Kristen Nelson hails from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and in the 1980s, you could likely find Kristen listening to WLOL radio, hoping to hear some Janet Jackson tunes coming across the airwaves. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you. Our next contestant is Michelle Newman. And Michelle joins us from Denver, Colorado. In the 80s, you might have found Michelle hanging out alongside her pink boombox, listening to the likes of Wham! and Duran Duran. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a little nervous. So don't be. I'm going to give you a quick rundown of the way we play Rewinding the 80s. So our questions are divided into categories, and each category includes four questions. So there'll be two for each of you. If you answer correctly, you will be awarded one point. But if you miss the question, your opponent will have the opportunity to answer and earn that point. Okay. Yes. And guess what? The contestant with the most points at the end of the game, they're going to be the winner. How about that? <laughs> and you want to know what the what? lucky winner gets? Yes. Oh, yes please. only will the lucky winner carry the title of 80s Music Master. They will get to choose the 80s-inspired dance that the loser <gasps> will perform live oh, no. on Patreon. Oh. So if that isn't oh, a reason God. to become a patron of the PCPS, I don't know what is. So head on over to Patreon if you haven't already um, joined us over there, because you're going to get to see some fun uh, losers in action there. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what shoes I should wear for the moonwalk. I have to get slippery. And now I don't want you guys to purposely, like, lose. (laughs) Heelys, I mean. What were they called? Heelys. My kids used to have heelys. Oh, yeah. You can't, like, purposely tank now because no, you want I'm to win. No, I want to win. I'm a winner. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. You are if a winner. If I won this game, I would be, like, I would get a shirt printed okay. that was, like, <laughs> we might do broadcasting that. it to people that I knew something about 80s Ma- music. Maybe we'll make you a crown, too. And there could be, like, a cape kind of a thing. I think, we'll, we'll get- I think listeners right now, because listeners understand, truly, Kristen and I do not know any of these questions. Mm-mm. So, yeah. like, place your bets now. And if I were you, I might, like, actually call, like, a bookie in Vegas. <laughs> this is big stuff. <laughs> well, um, just so everyone knows, today's questions are inspired by the book Don't Dream It's Over, the 80s Music Party Game by Martin Joseph Quinn. And we will share where you can find that in our weekly reader. We'll share a link to that. All right. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do to determine who will start today's game. I'm going to give you a simple math problem. Oh, well, math already. That's Kristen's thing. <laughs> well, yes, but you never know. You what, never next, know. This is like give us some simple. French vocabulary. This It'll is, be a tie. It'll this be a tie is addition sure. and subtraction. This is some <laughs> okay. very basic okay. math, okay? And the contestant who comes closest to the correct answer gets what? to choose the starting category. It's 1985, and you're heading to Sam Goody at the mall. You have a $20 bill and plan to buy the new Tears for Fears cassette, Songs from the Big Chair, 
and two blank Memorex tapes to make mixtapes for friends' birthday presents. How much change will you receive from this purchase? Are they 60-minute tapes or 90-minute tapes? Mm, good question. <laughs> you should look at my picture. Face. You're right. We're going to say 60. Okay. All right. Hold on. I already have an answer because I'm just going for it. Care, you guys, Kristen's like looking okay. down like she's doing math. I'm going to say $9 is my chance. I'm going to say $4. Um, well, $7 would be the correct answer. Oh, no. Um, because here's how we got the math. The total would have been $13. An oh, average album cassette in 1985 cost $7. <gasps> that's, what I, yeah, that's, that's what I did. Oh, $7. <laughs> And, and then I did $2 and $2. Okay. Well, the average or the Memorex blank cassette tapes that I saw, the picture of with the little mm-hmm. tag on them, were $2.99. So oh, I rounded oh. that up to three. Okay. So there were two of those, six. Six plus seven is 13. So $7 and change. Okay. Um, so Michelle, you were the closest. You okay, will so- get to choose our first oh. category. Okay. And here are your choices. You ready? Oh, no. mm-hmm. Movie magic. Questions inspired from movie soundtracks. Girl power. Questions about 80s female artists. More girl power. Because there's just too much female awesomeness in this decade to have only had four questions. Video killed the radio star. MTV related questions. TV tunes. Songs related to television shows in the 80s. Kristen's sure shots. So these will be Janet Jackson and (laughs) Prince related questions. Michelle's gimmies. These are Duran Duran related questions. Whose line is it anyway? Our lyric focused questions. And finally, sing, sing a song. I will provide several lines to an 80s hit and you will need to respond with the next line and you'll receive an extra point if you sing that line. Okay, Michelle, what category would you like to start with? Could you please repeat the categories? <laughs> no, no just I cannot. I cannot. I've already forgotten not. them. I need them on like a Jeopardy board. I know. Okay. I should have put that up. But. You would think that I was going to start with the Michelle's gimmies, but I'm going to save that category for when I'm way <laughs> when I'm losing a lot. The one that really struck me was the TV one, so I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. So TV tunes. Question number one will go to you, Michelle. Okay. What General Hospital and Melrose Place star made girls and women swoon with the ballad, All I Need? That would be Frisco Jones named Jack Wagner. Michelle, that is very good. And you know what? Right off the bat. Don't I'm I get you- like an d- extra point for both his name and his no, character? No, because I didn't ask that. I could have said uh, that was wrong. Listeners, I, I now agree that I should have gotten two no, points for I that. think you over-answered, which should be a negative. I only asked you <gasps> for <laughs> who the- but you will get a bonus question here, um, and a chance to earn another point. Okay. What 80s rocking heart throb also starred on General Hospital? I mean, I see this person as, I don't know if he's a rocking, I mean, my first thought was John Stamos. Oh, and I'm not, no, he's not a rocking heart throb. Um, so Kristen, also as a host, you should not, um, make the person answering feel badly about oh. their answer. <laughs> That's not a good game show host. You okay. guys should have seen her face from my answer. <laughs> so disgusting. Was like horrified well, that I, I would believe, even say Jazz. I can't believe it either. Actually. I can't believe that she's she gonna feel, was she's like, gonna feel bad. she couldn't, she had like, Options. Already, you guys are making me feel bad for wrong answers. That was a very clever wrong answer. That was a great wrong answer. I just went with my first. Yes, I love that. First thing that that popped into my head. Okay, Kristen, what popped into your head? 
Rick Springfield. It would be Rick Springfield. Oh, yes. right. Yes, yes. he was on General okay. Hospital. That's right. Okay. Um, now, next question is going to go to Kristen. Waylon Jennings sang the theme song to what good old boys TV show? Dukes of Hazard. This would be correct. And this question also has a bonus to it. Which Dukes of Hazard star had a top 20 hit in 1981 titled It's Now or Never? John Schneider. This would be correct. correct. Yes. Okay. All right, Michelle, I think you'll know this one. What was the Alex P. Keaton and his college girlfriend Ellen's mm. song on Family Ties? Can I sing it? Oh, I <laughs> might give you an extra point please. for that. Okay. What did you think I would do at this moment <laughs> when you stand here before me with tears in your eyes trying to tell me that you... So that's At This Moment by Billy Vera and the Beaters. Okay. I'm going to give you a bonus just because that Woo-hoo! was so well done and Thank you gave you. us the artist as well. Over-answering. She loves to over-answer this girl. Hey, when I know something though, because I'm going to not know a ton... So when I know something, I'm going to make sure you guys know I knew it. She's doing all the extra credit. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right. So final question in TV tunes goes to you, Kristen. Who sang the theme song to the TV show Moonlighting? A, Peebo Bryson, B, Al Jarreau, C, Luther Vandross, or Dross, whichever you prefer, or George Benson? Al Jarreau. Al Jarreau is correct. Kristen, will you please choose our next category? Okay, I'm going with soundtracks. Okay, soundtracks it is. We will start with you, Kristen. What artist is considered the king of the 80s movie soundtrack with his trifecta hits like I'm All Right from Caddyshack, Footloose from Footloose, and Danger Zone from Top Gun? Kenny Loggins. Correct. Kenny Loggins is the correct answer. All righty, Michelle. Man in Motion is the subtitle of what 80s soundtrack hit? Saint Elmo's Fire. Saint Elmo's Fire. Very good. I'm in the middle of watching that again right now, you guys. It's, oh, really? Um, I've seen it so many times, but it's one of those. Um, man, that can get dark. That movie. It is yes. dark. Yes. I don't think I've actually watched it outside of the movie theater. Oh, really? That's the last time I saw it. Yeah. And it was on the verge of all of my friends graduating. Okay. Number three goes to Kristen. What 1989 tear-jerking song from a mega tear-jerker movie begins with the line, it must have been cold there in my shadow. What is the name of the song? The Wind Beneath My Wings. This would be correct. That was hard because I was go- I wanted to go beaches right, <laughs> and that's would not that's right. like no that that's is the a name Jeopardy of the movie. Mistake. That's right. right. You got to right. slow down. You think of the question. Think mm-hmm. Okay, right. this one might be kind of hard. Just think. Okay, not that I would say think to anyone, not just to you. <laughs> just anyone, I would say think. Which of these movie soundtracks had the most single releases? A. Dirty Dancing. B. Flash Dance. C. Purple Rain. Or D. Footloose. Hmm, that's really hard, but I think I think it's Purple Rain. I'm sorry, that would be incorrect. Mm. Kristen? Okay, can you read me the choices again? Dirty Dancing, Flash Dance, or Footloose? Flash Dance. 
That would be incorrect also, ladies. <gasps> Footloose, Footloose had the Damn most it. with seven. Let's Purple try Rain. Seven. Let's see if yes. we can name them, Kristen. Yeah, good okay, luck. Let's hear I didn't it for the boy. Knows. Let's hear it for the boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Footloose. Footloose. There we go. The end. There we go. <laughs> we got two. Oh, Almost Paradise. Yep. Almost Paradise for sure. Almost What's the song paradise. they're singing when the cars are going and she's standing, oh, Ariel's standing with her feet? Oh, holding up over a hero the night. Bonnie Tyler, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Four. Be fast and it's got The other two probably weren't super big hits, but they were released. So one is called I'm Free. Heaven I'm help. Free. I'm free. Yeah. Heaven help. help yes. Something that but man, is yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And Somebody's Eyes. I don't know what that is. Well, but how many did uh, Purple Rain Purple Rain had five. Oh, okay. Baby, I'm a star. I would die for you. Purple Rain. Let's go crazy, right? Let's go crazy. I didn't write down these five, so I, I'm we're not gonna, sure. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. Um, There's got to be the slow one. What's the slow one? Well, Purple Rain is the slow one. No. what? No. It's Doves Cry. It's When Doves Cry. Oh, When oh, Doves oh, Cry. Oh, it's dumb. Oh, yeah. Michelle well, comes cry. through with the press yes. clinch. Yes, no right. point for that, though. No I point. I think I should just walk away with this now. <laughs> Michelle got the last print song. What? That's and true. it's a big one, too. Listen, okay. that was a what, you know what? Left is right and right is left. Mm-hmm. Nothing's real and everyone smokes right now. Okay. Yeah. There we go. All righty. So nobody got that one right. No. Um, bummer for you guys. Okay, Michelle, your turn to choose a category. I'll do the Duran Duran one. Okay. I don't know if I'll know it. I don't know everything about Duran Duran, so we'll see. For which band was Duran Duran the opening act in the USA in 1982? Mm. I'll give you choices. A, Bon Jovi. B, Journey. C, Blondie. Or D, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Mm. I wouldn't have said any of those. Um, Let's see. So... I feel like I've known this at some point. I think it's Journey. That would be incorrect. Mm. Sorry. Kristen? I think it's Blondie. It is Blondie. Oh! (laughs) Kristen, name the title of Duran Duran's first album. Oh, that's a trick question. Mm. Because I want to say real, but that's not. That's their second album, right? Damn it. I'm going to I'm going to call it I'm going to say Duran Duran. You're that right. would be correct. Oh! <laughs> I am a good guesser. On both of them you're correct. Oh. Rio is their second album. Yeah. I am such a good guesser. So Michelle, name the two Duran Duran hits that start with the letter N. Oh. What are you considering a hit? <laughs> because I have two and one of them is definitely a hit and one of them is a hit they play it in um concerts but I don't know if it had commercial well, success. Well, you know what? I think I'll give you if you come up with two songs that they had that oh, started with so N. So, New Moon on Monday and Night Boat. Oh, okay, I'll give you Night Boat, I guess. The other one the one they had was Notorious. Notorious oh yeah, no, no. Notorious. Notorious. Kristen, yeah. next category. I'm going to go for Kristen's Sure Shots. Kristen Sure Shots. Janet Jackson's single, blank, won an MTV Video Music Award for Best Choreography in 1987. A, Come Back to Me. B, Miss You So Much. C, The Pleasure Principle. D, Nasty. Fudge. Because it's either... My first instinct was nasty, but really the better choreography is pleasure principle, but that's a personal opinion. The more popular one is definitely nasty, but I'm going to go with pleasure principle. 
That would be wrong. So God Michelle, you have a chance so I to guess, steal. Oh, I'm gonna just you know because I felt the same exact things Kristen <laughs> felt. So I'm gonna say nasty. <laughs> Maybe one of the downfalls to explaining your answer yes, so yes, much. Yes, I hand you process. the answer. That's right. Good point. Pleasure principle. I actually had the video for Pleasure Principle recorded on a video cassette. I sat there watching MTV and just waited and waited and oh, waited wow. and then pressed record so I could just, and it had all the lines through it and everything oh, like yeah. that. It's the best choreography of any of her videos. Well, mm. maybe at our Patreon event, you could dance the choreography <gasps> to the Pleasure Principle. Oh, I don't okay. Know. I'm going to start working on that just now. Just throwing that out there. I'm going to straighten my hair out like she has it all straight. <laughs> and I'm going to get my black t-shirt. Okay. My little Adidas tennis shoes. Oh, okay. Well, next question goes to Michelle. Uh-huh. Which song became the first U.S. number one hit single for Prince? And I will give you three choices. Little Red Corvette. 1999, When Doves Cry. I would like to choose D, all of the above. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say one that I, just because I remember this being really popular, but I have no idea if it hit number one. And I'm going to say, When Doves Cry. That would be correct, Michelle. Ding, 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 ding. All right. On to you, Kristen. Which of these Madonna songs did Prince play guitar on? Material Girl, Like a Prayer, Dear Jesse or Hanky Panky? This is going to be a total guess because okay. I actually have never heard this before. Oh. I didn't know this. And so I'm going to um, – I don't know Hanky Panky, and I feel like I have a, a – oh, here I am explaining myself, and I might give away the answer. <laughs> um, I feel like – no, stop talking, Kristen. <laughs> stop talking. I'm going to say Dear Jesse. Sorry, that is not correct. I'm going to say Like a Prayer. Like a prayer is correct. Woo! And that yeah. makes sense if you think about it because she's got all of the religious iconography in there and mm. that's so in his wheelhouse. Right. So it's almost like I can feel like he knocked on the door and said, Hey, can I play guitar on your religious iconography song? <laughs> I'm sure that's yeah, just and I to get to that answer, that was my train of thought, Kristen, mm-hmm. or it was the last couple. It's been the last answer, so I'm going to go oh. with the one that's the second. <laughs> the SAT logic? Yeah. Yes. Standardized testing logic. Oh, gosh. He did so much that um, was not revealed. Like, that would have been a real – sort of like how we knew Eddie Van Halen played guitar on Beat It. That was a, something mm. they used to to make it a more popular song. If they had told us that, that would have been big news. That's right. Well, I'm hoping that my facts are correct. I mean, I might get fact-checked out there, but um, I'm taking these most from our Martin author friend. Martin said so. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Martin says. All righty. So our last question in this category is going to go to Michelle, okay? Okay. I would like you to put the following Prince albums in chronological order. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, fantastic. From earliest Don't worry, Kristen. You'll get a chance to steal <laughs> Okay, so I'll um, try. I'm going to try though, listeners. I'm okay. not going to give up. Okay, I'm going to. Can I write them down on this you pad? You certainly That's all can. I'm doing. I okay. might write also. It's. Um, I'm giving you three albums. Okay. okay. The f- controversy, purple rain, and parade. Put those in chronological order. Okay, I. This is just a true. This is a, a complete guess. I'm going purple rain, parade, controversy. That would be incorrect. Don't tell her. Don't tell okay. her. I'm not going to yeah. tell her. Because you I want that point. Yeah, okay. for sure. You All right. I want for that ch- point. The chance to steal, Kristen. 
Controversy Purple Rain Parade. That would be correct. <gasps> yes. <gasps> Just the way she read it. I know. <laughs> that was her sure shot. That was tricky. <laughs> All righty. Good job, ladies, and Kristen Shershot. Now, what category would be next? Michelle. Um, I want the one that we have to say the next line, just because that seems oh, kind of okay. fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's going to be Sing, Sing a Song. Okay. Here we go. I tried out to Tom for the song. <laughs> You put the boom. Oh. Jitterbug into my brain. Goes a bang, bang, bang. Um, Till my feet do the same. Yes, very good. Wow. All righty. Good job. Next one. Today's music ain't got the same soul. I want that old time rock and roll. I need that old time rock and roll. Eh, oh, eh. What? Oh, oh my God. Are, are oh not my God. Right. Sorry. Both are not right? Okay, it was. I thought I had it before. When you started to sing it, I thought that's what it is. And now I'm worse. Now I have no idea. Can I Can I steal back or no? I know what it is. So are you going to make an attempt at all, Christy? Okay. Okay, wait. <laughs> I might have to have you play it one more time. Okay, wait. Oh, maybe I'll just do it in my head. Hold just on. Just take those old records off. <laughs> no, I sit and listen to them by myself. I don't have anything. I know what now. Well, she had some of the words, but oh, not, shit. they weren't I know what now. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Today's Chris. music ain't got the same soul. I'd like that old time rock and roll. I'd like, like that. I'd like, I'd yes. like that. I like that. That seems very formal. Oh, right, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I, like, I want tell- that old time rock and roll. Bob Seger, just that was that was um, too formal for Kristen. It was too formal. I would not have gotten that. I would not have gotten to. I'd like. Okay, well, Kristen, you get a chance at this one. Okay. Okay. A little beginning here. Without conviction, I'm a man without a soul. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm a man without conviction. I'm a man. <laughs> okay. No, I don't have it. Okay. okay. So what is it, Michelle? Yes, Michelle. I'm a man who doesn't know. That's oh, correct. How okay. to say the contradiction? You come, come and go. You come and go. Come, 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 come. Okay, girl power, and we are starting with Kristen. Kristen, whose baby took the morning train in 1981? Sheena Easton's baby. That would be correct. Oh. 
My baby takes the morning I wasn't thinking it like that. I was like thinking of like a character. Like I wasn't thinking of who sang it. That's funny. Michelle, name three of the five Madonna 80s hits that begin with the letter L. Well, there's like a virgin. But you only do three. Yeah. Oh, oh. This is really hard though. I'm not, I'm not a big Madonna person. So this is hard. Like a virgin, lucky star, Vogue. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. Sorry. Okay, so three of the five 80s hits that started with L. Correct. Like a virgin and lucky star and, um, and there are five of them. What the hell, man? Papa, don't preach. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Um, this video included probably a lot of religious iconic. I- oh, like a prayer. Yes. <laughs> oh, like Damn a it. prayer. Sure. Yeah. What was the word? Iconography. 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 Yeah, Iconography. Like, a par- like a prayer. We just yeah. talked about it. Oh, right. my God. We just talked we about it. We just talked about what? it. I know. What can I tell you guys? Hey, you know what? Pay it's attention. episode one. We got to get back into that. That's right. Okay. Our, our brains are fine. Uh, Kristen, you should hopefully know this. Name okay. Irene Cara's two smash hits that are also the title songs of two films. Fame, I'm gonna live forever. What a feeling. Da, 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 da. What is that movie? Yeah. Oh, uh, Flashdance. Very what good. a feeling. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So here we go. Karen Woodward, Siobhan Fahey, and Sarah Dolan formed what group in 1981? I mean, we're going back to now the last question I had. Um, it's not Salt and Peppa. I know that. <laughs> no, 1981. But you know what? Stick I'm going to say it's like stick ex- in the kitchen. No, you already said expose. I'm going to say expose. In stick it's, in the kitchen. Um, Hang out in your kitchen. It's, oh, oh, no. Wait, is that a clue? Maybe. Hang out in your kitchen. Well. You said salt and papa, and I was like, oh, stay oh, in the kitchen. Oh. Okay, and so what's in the kitchen? They're not mm. the blenders, because that's like the Christmas acapella group, right? And they're not um, the waitresses, because that would be – that doesn't have all women. That's got men in it, too, and that would be at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of, like, things in your fridge. Yeah. The Cheese, condiments. milk. The <laughs> steak. The butter bell. <laughs> hamburgers. The- <laughs> Oh my goodness! What um, else is in your kitchen? Um, your chairs, kitchen stools, <laughs> stools. You have a stove, and you have a spatula, and you also have hand soap, and you have and you water, have and you have dish dishes, towel, cups, dishes, glasses. Cups. You're way cups. overthinking, my friends. Oh God! Um, Stay in your. Kitchen. You also have. You know what else you have? You have family time. You have good time. You have meals. You yeah. have breakfast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and dinner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, we need another hint, Carolyn. This is clearly a group effort. Okay, yeah. then I'm g- I guess I'll say yellow. Yellow. Banana <gasps> Bananarama. 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 I did it. Okay. And banana we your fruit okay. in your kitchen. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Bananarama is in your fruit. Yeah. Bowl. She okay. got that though. I didn't that wasn't oh. a group effort at all. I didn't I didn't come up with okay, banana. Okay, I'll let I will give Kristen um, a point for that. All right, and then Kristen, this is your um, your question. Spell the last name of the rocker who dared the world to hit me with your best shot in 1980. Oh, this feels like a trick. 
Like it seems so easy, but it's going to be that middle one that's going to be uh-huh. hard. It's, it's one of two be, letters. Right. It's B-E-N-A-T-A-R-B-E-N-A. Yes. Where does Suzanne Vega's Luca live? <laughs> oh my God! On the very first floor. It's on the um, on the very. It's either. Wait, oh my God, I'm like Horshack <laughs> over here. We will get to you, Kristen, okay. if Michelle gives us the wrong okay. answer. Don't worry. I think it's the very first floor. It's either the very first floor or the very top floor. Neither of those would be correct. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. That's okay, Kristen. I didn't claim to know it. His name is Luca. He lives on the second floor. Yes, oh, he lives the on the second, second floor. He lives upstairs from you. I know yes. he something did the something before. Okay, ladies. Now it's not tied anymore. It is 15 to 12. Oh, <gasps> shit. Yeah. So, but that's okay. We have our last category. It's anybody's game, really. It's mm-hmm. close. It yep, is close. It's close. And this is going to be called Whose Line Is It Anyway? And... Here we go. Oh, it's not his name is Luca. It's my name is Luca. That's right. I live on the second floor. I live upstairs from you. Kristen, what popular 80s song contains the following words? Part-time, Mr. McGee, leisurely, second-hand store, and five and dime. Raspberry beret. Very good. That would be correct. in a second-hand store. All right. So this goes to Michelle. What popular 80s song contains the following words? Rusted, Chrysler, Whale, Shimmies, and Tin Roof. It's so hard not to sing that. <laughs> like, shut up, Kristen. Well, then just do it because you don't know <laughs> it. And obviously you do. So I'll go Tin for it. Tin Roof, Rusted. Love Shack, baby, love oh, Shack. Oh, right, yeah. Baby, love, Shack, love Shack, baby, love Shack. Okay. Sign says, oh, stay away, fool. Yes. There's no room at the Love Shack. Well, it sits right back from a Oh, my God, she knows all the words. I love that song. <laughs> Except the one. Well, Session roof. I know, no, I get it. Just, it's, when you say them out, I totally get it. ridicule me, but when you say no, it no. out of context like that, <laughs> of course, I didn't know That's it. why it's hard. I know. That's a no, good I game. I like I that, that when you're just picking out words. That's a good game. You see a faded sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to the Wow, you guys. The judges just have tallied up the score and it could not have been closer. It was neck and neck right up until that <laughs> last question. Up to tin roof. But you guys, and I think Michelle won. Oh, uh-uh. I did not. <laughs> Unless I put Italian in the wrong place. There's no it was way because 14 to 13. There's okay. no way. No, that you last said I had category, 15. she had 15 and I had 12. And you I took didn't get two any away? of those. Did you take two of my points away? Oh, oh, yeah, 15. That's five. Okay, yeah, you have eight. <laughs> yes, okay. Sorry, here we go again, ladies. Okay. <laughs> no, I, that stays in. <laughs> so, Kristen, it wasn't neck and neck. You won. Uh, you had 18 points at, to Michelle's 13 points. Woo-hoo! So, oh, there you go. Congratulations. The winner. So, the winner. Um, yeah, so Michelle be getting those dancing shoes out and doing a little practicing because Kristen yep. is going to get to decide what live dance you will do for our patrons. Oh, it's easy. I already know. 
Well, okay, I'm not going to commit to this, but I do think, so if I come up with something better, I, w- I have the right to change my mind, but I just think it would make for really good video to do the moonwalk. Oh, excellent. I yeah. love the moonwalk. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Well, all right. I never said I was good at it, but I love doing it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all righty. Um, great. Well, good. Well, we will look forward to seeing that. You can Excellent. start practicing. Get out your um, <laughs> no. my what, moonwalk shoes, your moon boots, mm-hmm. whatever it takes. It's my capizios. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what real dancers would have, capizios. Uh, so we'll look forward to that. So now, again, listeners, greatest time to, to sign up for Patreon would be right, now sure. because you'll get to see this once in a lifetime. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Right now we have patrons like canceling left <laughs> and right. <laughs> They're busy that night. Something suddenly (laughs) came up. Right. Uh, Well, thank you, everybody. Our contestants, Kristen and Michelle, you guys were so much fun. Our listening audience. And me, Carolyn, your host. And me, Carolyn. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And stay tuned again, because this is just the first of many Rewinding the 80s. Yes, that is it for today's episode of Rewinding the 80s. Thank you so much for joining us and in honor of everyone's favorite game show host, this is Bob Barker reminding you to help control the pet population, have your pets spayed and neutered. And if you'd like to play Rewinding the 80s at home, you'll find links to the resources we used in this week's Weekly Reader, the PCPS's email newsletter. The Weekly Reader is free, only once a week, and a great way to get you more info about each week's episode. You can sign up in our link tree on Instagram or on our website at poppreservationist.com. And if you like what you hear, and so many of you leave the nicest reviews on Apple Podcasts to tell us and others that you do, please tell a friend about our podcast. And then maybe they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and so on, on. and so on, and so on. And to those of us who support us via Patreon, you are next level, and we mean that sincerely and literally. This podcast would cease to exist without you. Today, we're giving a special welcome and shout out to our newest patrons, Christina, Heather, Sean, Karen, Jody, Sharon, Jill, Elizabeth, and Claire. We're hugging you guys so hard right now. Thank you. Thank you. And also, one more thing. If you've read Worldwide Crush and you enjoyed it, one of the nicest things you could do for me is to leave a review wherever you buy books online. It doesn't matter where you bought the book. You can still leave a review at the big online retailers. Even a single sentence can make a big difference for me. In the meantime, let's raise our glasses for a toast. Courtesy of Santa Monica's funniest roommates on Three's Company. To good times. To happy days. To Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. The information, opinions, and comments expressed on the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast belong solely to Carolyn, the Crushologist, and Hello Newman, and are in no way representative of our employers or affiliates. And though we truly believe we are always right, there is always a first time. The PCPS is written, produced, and recorded in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the fictional WJM Studios and our beloved Mary Richards. Nanu Nanu, keep on trucking, and may the force be with you. Something always happens whenever we're together.